0: Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I'm here once again, virtually, with our scorekeeper, Carter Zanke. How are you doing today, Carter?
1: Oh, I'm still in my swimsuit, but uh, I'm ready to
0: compute. Fantastic. Let's meet this week's contestants. First, we have Anna.
2: Hello. Good morning, or good afternoon. My name is Anna. I'm a junior at Pomona College in Claremont, California, studying music and psychological science. Um, I'm here drinking my lemon ginger tea, and I'm excited for the competition.
0: Wonderful. Thank you, Anna. And we also have Peter. Hi. My name's Peter. Uh, I'm originally from Massachusetts, but I also
3: go to Pomona College along with Anna and formerly with Matthew. I'm studying religious studies and music. And yeah, I'm excited for this competition.
0: Well, thank you, Peter. Thank you both for joining us today. Uh, we're going to have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And the winner of today's competition is going to receive a tea bag mailed to them in a very special card handmade by my mother. Very, very special. And if you want a picture of that card, you can go find it on our Instagram page or our Facebook page. So now, without further ado, Carter, we'll explain the rules for round one.
1: Round one is our first general knowledge round, and we have five multiple choice questions for each of you. Correct answers here are worth 10 points.
0: Wonderful. Anna, you are up first. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay, here we go. Question one, where on the body would you find the planter region? A, the legs, B, the back, or C, the foot?
2: The foot.
0: Correct. Question two. Which state's cities include Sitka, Wasilla, and Prudhoe Bay? A, Wisconsin, B, Alaska, or C, Louisiana?
2: I'm going to say Alaska.
0: That is correct. And and notably, uh, Sarah Palin was mayor of Wasilla before she was governor. Yeah. Question three. (laughs) Which Romantic-era German composer... Wrote works such as A German Requiem, Four Serious Songs, and the Academic Festival Overture. Oh, a. Beethoven, B. Berlioz, or C. Brahms.
2: See, this is one that you definitely thought I would know the answer to. <laughs> I,
0: I thought there was a distinct possibility that you'd know this.
2: Oh, gosh. Um, Brahms.
0: It is Brahms. Oh, yes. thank goodness. <laughs> Question four. What animal was allegedly the cause of a curse that prevented the Chicago Cubs from winning the World Series until it was broken in 2016? A. A goat. B. A chicken. Or C. A pig.
2: Ah yes, the classic Chicago Cubs curse. (laughs) Um... I have no idea. I really don't know. A yeah. chicken?
0: No, it was it was a goat. This is the oh, this is called the curse of the billy goat, and a oh. local a local tavern owner named William Cianis took his pet goat named Murphy um, to uh, Game Four of the 1945 World Series. Um, however, the goat was bothering people, and so he was asked to leave. But then Cianis allegedly declared, "Them Cubs, they ain't gonna win no more," and. uh that is the origin of the curse. And finally, question five. In 1932, Australia engaged in the Great Emu War. Who won? <laughs> a. Australia, B. the state of Western Australia, or C. Emus?
2: I really want to say emus, but there's no way it's right. <laughs> um, I also didn't know Western Australia was a thing, so I'm going to say Australia.
0: No, the answer was the emus. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because the, the emus, uh, which is the national bird of, of Australia, um, they they were um, disrupting agricultural sites um, across uh, much of the outback. And so Australia <laughs> waged a war against them to cull their numbers. However, they couldn't cull them fast war on enough.
2: War emus?
0: Yeah, the Great <laughs> Emu War. Look it up. Alrighty, Fair Peter. Way. Peter, are you ready for your five questions? Yes. Okay. Question one. Which airport has been the busiest airport in the world by total passengers since 1998? A, JFK, B, Los Angeles International Airport, or C, Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International Airport? Uh, C, Atlanta. Correct. Question two. Which state contains the headwaters of the Missouri River? A, North Dakota, B, South Dakota, or C, Montana?
3: Um. I'll go with South Dakota, but I don't know.
0: No, it's actually Montana. Uh, question three. Cool. Which English composer wrote Pomp and Circumstance, often used as processional or recessional music as, at graduations, as well as the Enigma Variations and The Dream of Gerontius? A, Edward Elgar, B, Benjamin Britten, or C, Arthur Sullivan? Um, I think
3: this is another one, like Anna, that you intended me to know. <laughs> But I don't. <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with Britain.
0: No, it was actually Edward Elgar. And for the record, pomp and circumstance are six marches, but the first one in D major is the one that is popularly played at graduations. Question four. Which quarterback has defeated Tom Brady twice in Super Bowls? A Drew Brees. B Eli Manning or C Aaron Rodgers?
3: I'm gonna go with Eli Manning.
0: That's correct. And the, the first wow. of those two was the was the year that the Patriots um, were 18 and one. And the only game that they lost was the Super Bowl. Sorry to dredge up Frugal. bad memories for you. Peter. Uh, <laughs> question five. In the 1988 vice presidential candidate debate, um, Republican uh, vice presidential candidate uh, Dan Quayle compared himself to former President John F. Kennedy. What was Democratic vice presidential uh, nominee uh, Lloyd Benson's famous response? a what a load of garbage b what did you just say or c senator you're no jack kennedy
3: i feel like that has to be c
0: it is c senator you're no oh. jack kennedy yeah go look it up on youtube it's 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 quite a mic drop moment all righty that is the end of round one carter can you please give us the scores
1: well according to my calculations we are at a dead heat with anna at 30 and peter at 30
0: Wow, um,
1: it is quite exciting over here.
0: All tied up. Alrighty, so now it is time for round two. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Absolutely.
1: Round two consists of five questions directed to each of you on the same topic. Correct answers here are now worth 20 points. And if you get a question wrong, your opponent will have the chance to answer for 10 points.
0: Anna, your topic is Leontine Price, because okay, her birthday great. is February 10th, 1927. So she's turning one hundred. Sorry, not 100, 94 years old on the day that this podcast is being released. Question one. Leontine Price was the first African-American to obtain an international reputation for performing what? Opera. Correct. Thank Question you. two. When she was 14, Price attended a recital by Marian Anderson, who later broke the color barrier at which New York performance venue?
2: Um, New, Big New York performance venues. The big only thing York- I can think of is Carnegie Hall.
0: No. Peter? Uh, Radio City? No, this is the Met, the Metropolitan Opera.
2: Oh, Opera, Anna. Yeah. That's embarrassing. I could have gotten that one right, too.
0: You know? uh, yeah. Question three. <laughs> Price's performance in Virgil Thompson's Four Saints in Three Acts prompted Ira Gershwin to ask her to, per- to play one of the two titular roles in the revival of what Gershwin Brothers opera?
2: God, I know nothing about Gershwin. Just that it's like people debate whether it's really classical music, I feel like, because it's too fun. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Gershwin, Gershwin. Oh, oh, oh. Um that I have in my Porgy and Bess? Yes. Oh, let's go.
0: Question four, Price's debut at the Metropolitan Opera in New York in 1961 was as Leonora in this opera, which in addition to Rigoletto and La Traviata was one of the three major triumphs of Giuseppe Verdi's middle years. I
2: have to know the name of the opera? Yeah. Is that the question? I was about to say Donizetti. <laughs> uh,
0: that'd be a composer. Which is a
2: different composer. I was yep. like, Verdi's <laughs> triumphs. Okay. Um, but I don't lose points for guessing. Okay. No. Um, um is it in English the name? No. No. That feels unfriendly.
0: Well, a it's question. a it's a it's a pretty well-known opera.
2: It's a well-known Verdi. Verdi. Verdi.
0: You could say it's a very well-known opera. Okay, Peter. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Verdi's well-known opera is the name of the opera. <laughs> um,
0: no, that's not correct, Peter.
2: That's mean.
3: Um, uh, is it the Lion King?
0: No, <laughs> no. This is Il Trovatore.
2: Oh, I could have probably. No, I couldn't have recalled it. I've Mm. heard of it before. The name I recognize. There you
0: go. There you go. It's it's well known. Question five. Price's farewell performance at the Metropolitan Opera in 1985 was as the titular character in which Verdi opera set in Egypt?
2: Egypt. Oh, oh, oh. It's not the Lion King? No. Okay.
0: Was that your guess? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Peter, do you know? Uh... The Queen of Alexandria. No, this is Aida. <laughs> oh, that's tough, too. Because yeah. that's controversial.
2: People, yeah. What's her name? I should have known
0: that. Yeah. All righty. Peter, are you ready for your questions? Clearly. Okay, Peter, your questions are about Henry Aaron, or as he was also commonly called, Hank Aaron. Question one. Hank Aaron was his nickname, but what was his other nickname, which references... How he would hit the ball out of the ballpark, um, Pudge. <laughs> no, that's that's um, Ivan Rodriguez. Um, there Anna, are two Pudges. You know? uh, I was a 50-50. Okay, Anna, do you know?
2: I'm gonna say Hank.
0: Hammerin' Hank Aaron.
2: Hammerin'? Hammerin' Hank. Like ham- hammering with a with an with apostrophe.
0: Yeah, hammering with an apostrophe. Exactly. But you don't.
2: Know, it's a it's baseball, not woodworking.
0: Well, but he used to hammer out home runs. That was his thing.
2: That's very impressive.
0: Question two. Hank Aaron spent 21 of his 23 seasons as a major leaguer with what organization? Hmm. It's probably the Yankees. No. Anna?
2: Um, Are you going to give me like a hint to the like East or West Coast team?
0: No, I'm not going to give you a okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Um,
0: I've already given you enough hints in this round and enough help.
2: I feel that hints and help are a friendly way to do a trivia game.
0: Well, yes, but um, I've given you enough hints and help in this round. Okay, okay,
2: okay. Well, then save your hints for the next round because I'll mm. take them then too. Uh, <laughs> let's go with, let's say the Red Sox.
0: <laughs> No, no. Uh, he was a member of the Braves organization. Um, they were first in Milwaukee when he started his career, and then they moved to Atlanta um, in the 60s. I don't have the exact year, but he spent time both in Milwaukee and, that, and in Atlanta. What?
3: Does that mean the Braves were good?
0: Uh, yeah. They, they won a World Series in Milwaukee Whoa. in 1958, I think. Something like that. That was his only World Series. Question wow. three. On April 8th, 1974, Hank Aaron hit his 715th home run to become baseball's home run king, passing who's previous record of 714? Hmm. Perhaps Babe Ruth? Perhaps Babe Ruth is correct. Yes. Question four. (laughs) Even though Barry Bonds has subsequently broken his home run record, Aaron still holds several major league records, including this record, part of the batting Triple Crown, with 2,297. RBI. Correct. And question five. Aaron received what honor from President George W. Bush in 2002, the nation's highest civilian honor?
3: Shoot, that's not even a baseball question.
0: (laughs) Nope. I don't know what the nation's highest civilian honor is. (laughs) Okay. Anna, do you know?
2: Civilian honor? Yes. Because my brain goes to, like, Purple Heart, but I don't know if that's Army or, like, military
0: that's a military honor
2: so you're saying that's not the answer because that... i wasn't locking it in as my mm-hmm. answer okay mm-hmm. <laughs> just making sure um, what is it like a signed certificate civilian <laughs> honor?
0: a signed napkin from the white house A uh,
2: napkin like framed with the little foil no. seal
0: no okay all right that... that was my answer okay well that's wrong The answer is the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Oh. Oh. Oh, and for the record, um, Leontine Price also received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Um, She got hers from President Johnson back in the 60s. All righty. And with that, we have finally reached the end of round two. (laughs) Carter, can you please give us a score update?
1: After this dreadful round, there were no winners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Quite literally, we have a tie, of forty to forty, from this round. <laughs> there are no winners. <laughs> uh, that puts Anna and Peter at seventy. Dead heat.
0: Well, at least Doesn't it's even matched. It, Let's it, go. At, at, at least I matched you guys up well. So, so okay. I'm I'm calling that a win. All right. Now it is time for round three. Carter, can you please explain the rules?
1: I would. Gladly explain the round three rules. Round three is our second general knowledge round. Uh, again, there'll be five questions for each player, and correct answers are worth 30 points. And like in round two, if you get a question wrong, then your opponent will have the
0: chance to answer for half that, for 15 points. Alrighty, Anna, are you ready?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> Alrighty, question one: What interstate highway? running through California, Oregon and Washington is the only interstate highway to have a terminus at both the Mexican and Canadian borders.
2: I five.
0: Correct. Question two, which musical, winning nine Tony awards, including best musical in 1965, do sisters Zeitl, Hodl and Hava sing Matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match, find me a find, catch me a catch?
2: Fiddler on the roof.
0: Correct. Question three, what city is known as Tracktown, USA?
2: Eugene, Oregon.
0: Correct. Let's go. Question four, Hadrian's Wall, begun in AD 122, marked the northern boundary of the Roman Empire in what present-day country? Roman. Marked the northern boundary of the Roman Empire in what present-day country?
2: Uh. (laughs) Okay, I was really coming off a high after Eugene, Oregon.
0: You were on a roll.
2: (laughs) I was. I was feeling good. Let's see. My Roman Empire knowledge is not where I wanted to be at this moment. (laughs) I (laughs) would say. I'm going to say Turkey.
0: No, I think you're going to kick yourself. Uh, Peter, do you know the answer? Hmm. Is it Germany? No. This Wait, isn't... can I,
2: can, I, can you flash back to me again?
0: <laughs> it Anna, doesn't have
2: to be points. Is it Italy?
0: No, 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 no. Anna, it's in England.
2: But England's an island. Why would the Roman Empire be in England?
0: Well, because they conquered it.
2: Classic colonial. Yeah. Goodness gracious.
0: Okay, well, no, nobody got that right. Uh, question five. Okay. <laughs> Historically speaking, what type of food is served at high tea?
2: high tea, as, a, as
0: opposed high tea, as opposed to afternoon tea.
2: What's the difference? <laughs> um, what, what did you say? I said, what's the difference? Okay, there is my really difference. I have been watching a lot of Call the Midwife, and they call tea like they use tea for like lunch or dinner or like like a meal. So I'm gonna say like scones or desserts or something like that. Tea? <laughs> no, they have tea all the time.
0: Wait. <laughs> Wait, so what, are, are, are you saying that the scones are for afternoon tea or for high tea?
2: High tea.
0: No. Peter? Uh, mm-hmm. Is it crumpets? <laughs> no. No. So this, this, this one, more substantial food is served at high tea. Um, afternoon tea would be where you would get the finger food and such. According to teatimemagazine.com, mm-hmm. Delectable scones, tea sandwiches, and cakes are the hallmark of an afternoon tea which is served in mid-afternoon. A a high tea, however, includes much more substantive uh, fare, uh, such as meat, fish, and egg dishes, as well as breads and desserts, and is offered in the early evening. Alrighty, Peter, are you ready for your round three questions? Let's do it. (laughs) Alrighty, question one. What interstate highway, the longest in the United States, passes through such cities as Buffalo, New York, Chicago, Illinois, and Sioux Falls, South Dakota on the way to its western terminus in Seattle, Washington. That would be the mass pike, I-90. Correct. Question two. <laughs> in January, what former Boston Red Sox pitcher fell sixteen votes short of selection to the baseball hall of fame?
3: Oh. Hmm. I was not aware of any of this. I mean could it be could it be Tim Wakefield? No.
0: Anna, do you know?
2: I think I read a tweet about this, but I glossed over the name, as I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: When reading history books of many kinds. Um, Barry Bonds.
0: No. No, if if I say bloody sock game, Peter, does that help you?
3: Uh, oh, Is- my goodness.
0: Shoot. It's Kurt I Schilling. I want to say Papa Bond. No, Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Schilling. Kurt Schilling. Yeah. Question three, what was the name for the principles President Woodrow Wilson outlined for making peace in Europe as World War I was coming to an end?
3: I knew this in sophomore year of high school, but I don't know if I know it now. I don't.
0: (laughs) Okay. Anna, do you know?
2: Like the peace proclamation?
0: No, these are the 14 points. Oh. Question four, Peter. What does Qantas, the flag carrier airline of Australia, stand for? The name Qantas. Q A N T A S. It's an acronym. It's an acronym.
3: Oh my goodness! What what words start with Q? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there
3: are Quests some. Quests across the Atlantic
0: Sea. No, Wait, I forgot the end. <laughs> no, no, that's not right.
3: Quests across
1: the North.
0: No, Anna, do you know?
2: Yes. It is. is Are you ready?
0: Yep. Yep. I'm ready.
2: Quirky Australian (laughs) Northerners. (laughs) Tend. Wait, no. Quirky Australian Northerners that are special.
0: (laughs) So close. Um, This is the Queensland and Northern Territory Aerial Services. So you were somewhat. It's actually on pretty Northern. logical. Yeah, so you're somewhat close on Northern Anna, but unfortunately none of. Do you. I get like we'll one get right
2: point. seventh of the points? No. Okay. No, <laughs> that's
0: not how this works, unfortunately.
2: Partial credit.
0: And Peter, finally, question five: Legends tell us that the concept of consuming tea was created in which Asian nation when tea leaves fell into boiling water, being prepared for the emperor. China. Correct. Alrighty, that's the end of round three. Carter, will you please tell us what the score is?
1: We have ninety points for Anna in that round and sixty points for Peter, so that gives us a, uh, for the first time, a disparity in points with Anna at one sixty and Peter at one thirty.
0: Alrighty, and now it is time for our final round. Carter, can you please explain the rules? Absolutely.
1: As soon as I find them. Here they are. Round four is our showdown. There's two players we asked to write down their names to the same three questions. Correct answers here are worth
0: 40 points. All Are you ready, Anna and Peter? Question one Who lost the 1876 presidential election to Rutherford B. Hayes by one electoral vote despite winning an outright majority of the popular vote? Do either of you know?
2: final answer
0: Um, no um, i do not no no answers okay this is samuel j tilden and the election was finally settled by the compromise of 1877 which put an end to reconstruction uh in the south and the withdrawal of of northern troops from the south which eventually led to um the jim crow laws and disenfranchisement of african-americans so highly Mm -hmm. controversial highly consequential question two What is the only state capital located east of the Mississippi River that is not located on an interstate highway?
2: You're joking.
0: (laughs) All righty. Anna, what is your answer?
2: I wrote Washington State.
0: I believe the operative word in the question was east of the Mississippi River.
2: I thought you said west. Can I (laughs) turn in a different answer? (laughs) Are you serious?
0: Peter, did you hear east of the Mississippi? I did hear east of the Mississippi. Okay, thank you. Thank <laughs> I've you. I've only
2: been east of the Mississippi like three times in my life.
0: Okay. Well, there are a lot of states over here, though, that you've probably heard of. Can
2: I guess again? Because yes, so you, can, I feel you like can guess again. I've been cheated. Okay, Peter has to go now.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's what's happened. Um, <laughs> Anna, what is your answer?
2: I'm going to say Florida.
0: Peter, what is your answer? Um, uh, I was thinking maybe... Maine. Which I the think is, the capital
3: of is Portland, but also I'm not sure it is.
0: Well, that it's not the capital of Maine. Um the answer is Dover, okay. Delaware. Delaware. Yeah. Tallahassee, Florida is on I ten. The capital of Maine is Augusta, and that's on I ninety five. Augusta. Yeah. But Dover well, is, is South. In my of defense,
3: I-95. Delaware Delaware should not exist.
0: So there well, we go and and we've just lost the Delaware demographic. Thank you, Peter. All righty, and finally, question three, mercifully the last question of this game. Uh, which, which French composer wrote his Grande Messe des Morts Requiem in honor of those who died in the revolution of 1830?
2: Like a well-known composer? Yes. When you say well-known, it's like
0: <laughs> No, you've actually heard of this person.
2: Okay.
0: Um, Anna, what is your answer?
2: I wrote massive name.
0: Peter? or It's a little early for both of those people. The mm-hmm. right answer is Hector Berlioz. Oh, that's
2: embarrassing because...
0: Yeah, don't I'm tell Donnie he you got that wrong. I'm really
2: new to a tale right
0: now. Oh, yeah. That, that'd, be, that'd be his big song cycle. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, that's the end of the game. Carter, <laughs> what's the final score?
1: There's some really exciting news, actually. This... by far the lowest scoring tree over T we've ever had. (laughs) Uh, But it was very fun. So we had Anna with 160 and Peter with 130. Uh, Anna does pull out the win
0: by 30 (laughs) points. Well, congratulations, Anna. You've won. Um, Do you have anything to say?
2: Never thought I'd make it here. Um, Peter and I did plan to win the game together and beat Matthew. So I think that happened today. I think we broke
0: him a little bit. Congratulations, Uh, Anna. Thank
2: you. It was a team effort for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, Anna. Well, that's our show for this week, uh, everybody. Uh, Thank you, Peter and Anna, for being on the show today, as well as Carter Zanke for being our scorekeeper and Mason Cook for composing the music. And thank you for listening. We hope you'll listen again. Uh, Please like and subscribe to Trivia Over Tea on your preferred podcast platform and leave us a review if you enjoyed it. Uh, Check out our website, triviaovertea.podbean.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at Trivia Over Tea. And feel free to message us there if you have any comments or suggestions regarding the show. Tune in next week when we have two new contestants and 33 more fantastic questions and hopefully they'll get more of them right. I add parenthetically. Thank you and we'll see you next week.